Welcome to my mommy's podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Healthy Moms Podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessama.com, and I'm here today to delve into the world of cookware and what's safe and what's not with Rich Bergstrom of Ceramcore. And these are the products I've been using in my home for a really long time, but there's a lot of misinformation in the cookware world. And so I wanted to bring Rich on to clear them up. He uh, owns a cookware company called Ceramcore. And the thing I love about them is they show their laboratory testing results for all of their products, which no other company that I know of does. They believe in accountability and safe cookware. And I can't wait to delve in. So Rich, welcome and thanks for being here. Thank you very much, Katie. It's an honor to be on your podcast. It's going to be a fun conversation. So there's a lot of misinformation in the cookware world. Um, It's pretty much generally understood now that Teflon isn't the best option, but there's a lot of differing opinions beyond that. So let's start with the really basics. What should consumers look for in their pots and pans? Okay. The the biggest misconception about uh, cookware, which has been been going on for uh, for hundreds of years, and and basically it's, it's... Metal cookware has has one one function and it's durable. It's it's a material uh, that uh, can withstand a tremendous amount of abuse. And uh, having worked in the restaurant business at the back end, I understand that. So it it that's that's basically was its function. But going back, you know, eight thousand years, uh, all the cooking was done in clay pots, and and that that continued for for many 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 years. And then you had the Bronze Age and the Iron Age, and and then metal came about. So it, uh, really, metal cookware was designed for the dur- durability aspect, uh, mainly for restaurants, and then also for homes. And from that, there came an array of different types of metal cookware and every particular manufacturer in the world would tout that their metal would cook food better yet they would never be able to quantify that and they would never be able to prove that and they would never be able to prove that their food actually they actually their cookware would make their food taste better so i knew that there was a material going back in time that was used before metal that was far superior and I then started to do some heavy investigating in 2004 to find out what is the difference between a ceramic material versus a, versus metal and that was the process that got me involved in founding the company uh, called uh, Ceramcore because prior to that for the 23 years Katie I had a, a, a I worked for Corning Consumer Products, which is famous for making Corningware, Corel, Pyrex, Visions cookware. That was a glass ceramic cookware company. So I was very familiar with glass and ceramics. I grew up in that. I fully understood that. And in 2002, they unfortunately decided to stop making Corningware in the United States and they closed the factory. So that at that time, I said, you know, this is an opportunity for me uh, to be an entrepreneur and start a business that would re, that would make a, a we can make a better product that was more ceramic than glass because ceramic has better properties than glass for cooking. So it was a four year odyssey in trying to come up with a ceramic material that would work on top of the stove as well as 
metal cookware. So that's how we navigated our way into this industry. And what I guess what the tipping point, what what made the difference in, in 2008, I had the opportunity to make a sales call to Dr. McCullough. I know you know Dr. McCullough. I know you're you're on you're on you made the list of in the top 100 influential health people in the United States. Dr. McCullough was on that list. And I looked at his cookware and he was making he was selling uh, uh, a USA made manufactured cast iron cookware. So I being a salesperson owner of the company, I had this new ceramic cookware. I said, you know, I would like to see if I can get an appointment with Dr. McCullough. But I said before I'm going to do that, I am going to do something that nobody's ever done before. I'm going to take. 25 different brands of cookware, uh, name brand cookware made in the United States or made in China. And I'm going to take any type of ceramic and glass cookware that I can find. And I'm going to take my money, invest it. I'm going to find the third party testing lab, BCS lab, which is in Pennsylvania. And I'm going to use what they call as the California California Prop 65 testing standards, which is the most stringent testing standards that uh, is used in the United States for testing of lead and cadmium and heavy metals. So not knowing what to expect, I sent all of this cookware to this laboratory. I waited for a month and then lo and behold, I get all of this documentation. And now I had to start to decipher it. And I called the, the head of the laboratory. He explains to me and then and then it was this magical moment. And I said, now I know why I'm supposed to make the cookware that we're making, because all of the cookware results that I got from metal cookware show tremendous amounts of, of metal toxicity uh, versus the extreme cookware that we made. Our cookware was the only cookware that was 100% pure and leached no heavy metals whatsoever. So I said, okay. That's an interesting point. I then called Dr. McCall and it took me three months to finally get an appointment with him. And I flew out to to his office in Chicago. I sat face to face with Dr. McCullough and it was a very simple process. I said, Dr. McCullough, I have your cookware and I have mine. And I gave him the testing results of all of the metal cookware that was uh, being sold in the United States. And I presented that to him in, in a fashion that that he could understand and he's a very brilliant man so he knows a lot about toxicity but he was not aware of the, the metal toxicity that could be presented by cookware once i showed him the reports of the metal leaching on cookware he turned to uh, the people in his company and he said we will immediately stop selling our kerstein cookware and we will bring in this extremer product and that happened in 2008 and he and I have been doing business together since 2008. It's 2017, and we continue to have a, a, a very good business relationship. And, and he really was the, the person who got behind our product and, and fully understood the benefits of this new ceramic material because he got involved with, with other uh, health practitioners, and he fully understood what toxicity or what they call metallosis where your body gets over overloaded of, of metals in your body and undermines your immune system and then he said you know what he started to do his own research and then he has his website and he has 
a lot of detail, a lot of information on that as well. So we work together. We make the uh, the cookware for him. It's called McCuller Healthy Cookware. He supports us. We support him. We work very well together. So that's basically what uh, was the catalyst that, that moved me from being a, a seller of just cookware as opposed to being a seller of cookware that would make a difference from a healthy standpoint. So we are the alternative to we are the only alternative to metal cookware and and that is our mantra that that is what drives our engine we are all about health and we're about making the cooking process as healthy as it possibly can and also we believe that we are the most versatile cookware out there because of all the different applications that our ceramic material can do and it actually we have proven that you can actually, it actually, when you cook with ceramics, you enhance the flavor of the food. And there's no documentation that we can find anywhere that will support that cooking in any metal vessel is going to make your food uh, taste better. So that's that was the, the short version of uh, a four-year odyssey of how we ended up getting in the healthy uh, end of the extremer ceramic cookware business and there's only about two or three companies in the world that make a product like ours it's us it's a company called Emile Henri out of France they they make a comparable product and then there's Vision which is a glass ceramic product uh, which is not at all like ours because that's that's a glass glass is a reflector of heat it's not an absorber so our ceramic material is designed so it absorbs energy from the burners, whether it's gas, electric, uh, and that enables the they have a positive cooking experience where glass is designed to reflect heat. So that's why Corningware always had problems with visions with food sticking. So we don't have that issue because our cookware is designed to work and function just like high quality metal cookware. Okay, so I want to delve deeper on some of these um, and talk about the pros and cons. So um, start with nonstick. I think there's a lot of raising awareness about this, but why is nonstick not an optimal choice? Okay, uh, and 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 that's an uh, an outstanding question, and uh, and and this goes back to uh, to the days of Dupont when when they made Teflon, and and Teflon uh, as as a coating and for what it's used for in many applications is a, a pretty unique material. Um, I'm not an advocate of, of an advocate of using any kind of coating on any kind of cookware because it's a it's a polymer. It's made of, it has a, a synthetic plastic. So uh, when you put when you put that type of material, any kind of coating on on metal and you heat it, it at some at some temperature that polymer is going to break down. Whether it's uh, a Teflon, whether it's these these new chemically uh, synthetic uh, coatings that they're putting on on metal cookware basically they're when you heat them to between 500 and 800 degrees Fahrenheit which typical burners get can go from 750 to 1250 degrees Fahrenheit depending on your stove it starts to break down the coating and that coating then emits toxicity because uh, they're plastics, they're polymers, they're made with chemicals, and that then gets transmitted into your food. Uh, but people say, well, you know, this whole nonstick genre came about because it it was promoted as being for the consumer who didn't want to spend a lot of time cooking, 
and they didn't want to spend a lot of time cleaning, which goes against healthy cooking and healthy eating. And I grew up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. So I grew up in an era when we would have family dinners that that were long involved and we would have a meal that would last for an hour and a half. And it was slow cooking. It was natural foods. There's no pesticides. So that's the environment I grew up in. We live in a culture now where everybody wants to be able to make their eggs in, in 35 seconds. They want, you know, they'll open up a, a plastic bag and microwave it. They, everything's got to be fast as opposed to sitting down and enjoying the meal like other cultures do, which we used to do, which we don't now. And, and so our cookware is more for the customer who wants to get back to that, that style of cooking where it'll enhance the flavor of the food, where that will not happen when you use a Teflon coated pan. It will not happen if you use a ceramic uh, coated pan, whether it's on stainless steel, anodized aluminum, cast aluminum, cast iron. It just is not going to be advantageous to the cooking process. It may help the pan uh, be easy to clean, but I believe that there's... (laughs) I believe that why buy cookware because it's easy to clean. You want to buy cookware that's going to make your food taste better. And there's no metal cookware and there's no nonstick cookware out there that can make that statement and prove that their cookware will make their food taste better. To go to another step further is there's no cookware company out there that will actually tell you what their composition of their coating is made of. Uh, and so there's there's very little transparency. So you're really kind of left to believe that the manufacturer is telling you the truth, and that may be true. I, I don't want to undermine. There's very there's very good uh, manufacturers out there, but I also believe in accountability. And if it's a very simple process, we use the same testing standards we do. I just tell the consumers. Just ask if you're going to buy metal cookware, just ask for the same reports that we that we print, we publish on our website and ask them for that documentation. If they willingly give that documentation and then they prove that they don't leach, then you're dealing with a reputable company. Uh, But we have the biggest disconnect is our customers tell us that we're the only people that provide that information. So it, it's difficult because we are a small player in a very big world where metal cookware dominates. And uh, the world is, is run by metal cookware manufacturers, and the people just don't understand what can happen to your body when you get metal toxicities. And I know if somebody had a thyroid or a parathyroid problem, they have autoimmune disease, they have Crohn's disease, they have Alzheimer's uh, uh, have colitis. Uh, uh, I, I, I know the medical field very well. I deal with a lot of medical practitioners and they always come back when, when your immune system is compromised. There is absolutely no value of, of having any, any metal into your system because it's going to further complicate uh, your your health system getting better. It's just uh, it causes metallosis, and then you have to deal with metal toxicity. So we really uh, we're really trying to get the word out, and and it's you know podcasts like this uh, hopefully will 
will help consumers understand the difference between what ceramic, what the benefits of ceramic are, what the difference is between a, a Teflon coating and cast iron cookware, why cast iron cookware I believe is, is, is the worst cookware that you would ever want to cook with because it's, it's made of, of there's two kinds of iron, uh, Katie. There's ferric and there's ferrous iron. Ferrous iron we get in our vegetables and the foods that we eat. Ferric iron is from manufactured metal, manufactured cast iron. Well, doctors think that if a woman is going through, uh, you know, a, a menstrual cycle and she's losing blood or and, and they're anemic, they say, well, you need to cook out of cast iron, which is the biggest fallacy. It, it's 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 a it's a legend and it's a mistruth. It actually will cause more toxicity because it's not bioavailable. And I, I know you you know a lot about that because you know a lot about health. But when somebody says, well, what does, Rich, what does bioavailable mean? It means it's of no value to you at the cellular level. So when you ingest something that is toxic to your body, it's not absorbed by your cells. So it gets passed through and then your body expels it. But if your immune system is compromised, what happens is whatever illness you're fighting, now you have to worry about the metal toxicity. And that does not happen with ceramics. We, we, use, no, we use no metals of any kind in any of our uh, ceramic clay, water, or, or minerals. There are no medical compounds. There's no lead. There's no cadmium. Uh, so there's no leaching of, of any kind because our our product is 100% pure ceramic, which which is verified when you go to a restaurant, Katie, and I'll ask you, when you go to a restaurant, have you ever been served a meal on a metal plate? Yeah, I have. Have you ever gone to your 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 family's home or and, and relatives and had a dinner where they served their food on aluminum or stainless steel plates? But the restaurant business, everything they do is they they cook in the back end of the kitchen, everything in in in, in with stainless steel and and cast iron. But they serve all of their food on ceramic porcelain dinnerware because it's a pure inert property, and it's very attractive and it's very functional. Uh, and that's why you know you so you have the you have the cooks who are making this wonderful food. In metal, which is leaching, yet they serve all of their food on beautiful ceramic dinnerware. And there's a reason for that. It's because it's a non-toxic, very durable product and very attractive. And, and that's that's why I, I always ask people in the restaurant industry that you don't you don't get it. You don't understand. You're you you're using metal and and you're preparing your food, yet you're serving on ceramic. Why wouldn't you use ceramic? And it and then they come back and say, well, you know, ceramic can break. And, and that is an issue. I know that's probably one of the questions you're going to ask me. Ceramic is is a material that has fabulous qualities, uh, but it is breakable. Uh, but we don't have a lot of breaking uh, problems with our cookware because it's 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 designed. Uh, it's it's pretty it's very durable. It's 100 percent non scratch. You cannot scratch it. Uh, and and people who use our cookware, I would have to believe, are very educated. They are very health conscious, and they are very good cooks. We really deal with a, with a, a group of people who research us who really know how to cook, uh, and far better than I do. 
because they, they and it's from different cultures and we get calls from all over the world and it's really exciting to to learn about this and why they find our ceramic cookware to be so valuable as a, a opposed to metal so a long it's a long-winded uh, answer to a simple question but um um i'm anti-metal we i, I don't believe in in using metal at, in in the cooking i don't believe in uh, putting a coating on any cookware I'm against that. I don't believe in putting chemicals on any cookware. I see no value in that. I believe that uh, the cooking experience should be enjoyable and pleasurable and as healthy as possible. And I think the only material personally that I believe in in our reports will will bear that mind is is ceramic, uh, is is uh, the ceramic material. Yeah, that makes sense. So I want to Talk a little bit about stainless, and um, especially because stainless is a very common cookware, as you mentioned. What are some of the metals that you're seeing specifically in the testing, and is it typically the heating that's the problem? Because um, I know I use like stainless steel in the kitchen in other ways, but for not heating, is it heating that's the specific problem? But well, well, there's there's the first issue that uh, that has to be addressed, and it's it's something that 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 caused a lot of uh, I don't know if you remember in this in the you're much younger than me, but in the in the 60s and 70s there was a, a big campaign about cleaning up the rivers in in the United States the, from the pulp industry and the uh, the refractories and the foundries that were were uh, making iron ore and coal-fired plants. So those, the the rivers were very polluted in this country and the water system is very polluted. And 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 there's an article that I remember when I, when I was uh, Back in 2004, when I was researching, you know, uh, metal and, and what what that toxicity is, and, and this is this, these are not my words. This is uh, by a woman by the name of Vanessa Baden, and she works for a company called uh, MMN Holdings. I I found this on a website, and this is this is this is her word. She says metals carry a heavy burden of resource extraction, processing, and manufacturing. Mining is a dirty and destructive process, and the manufacturing of complex, multiple metal cookware is energy intensive. In 2004, the metal mining industry was ranked as the nation's worst toxic polluter by the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency. Most metals can be recycled by mixing of elements. Stainless coated copper, for example, can negate that quality. Coatings and non-stick linings break down with use and time, so these pans are short-lived and are not recommended. Now, this was this was from a woman who was ahead of the game way before I was. So there's two issues that we're, we have to deal with. Number one, we have a lot of metal cookware companies that put a ceramic coating on their cookware, and they say, our cookware is green. Well, that would be like me going down to my local town, which has uh, a landfill, and I put a bamboo fence around my landfill, and I I tell the mayor of my town, we now have a green landfill because I have a a bamboo fence, which is, you know, uh, the inert product, and it makes the landfill green, which, which is basically what these metal cookware companies do when they say they put a ceramic coating on uh, a stainless steel product. Now, stainless steel is was designed because it's very durable. The nickel and chromium give it that that durability and that 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 luster. Uh, 
but it's not a very good conductor of heat. So what they do with stainless steel is they put an aluminum disc on the bottom. That makes the that makes stainless steel the heat conduct uh, con, the heat conductivity by the aluminum then works very well with stainless steel. The problem is is that if you are allergic to nickel and chromium. And and if you're if you have a healthy immune system and you never get sick, then that's not going to be a problem. And there are people who use metal cookware and they never get sick. And and God bless them that they have a healthy immune system and they they take care of themselves. However, there are a lot of people who do get sick and there are a lot of people who find out when they when they do hair samples over urinalysis, they do blood work and they do extensive testing through laboratories. They find out there's all this toxicity in their body, and then they find out, whoa, they're allergic to nickel, and then they're allergic to chromium, and that really can cause, and I'm not an expert on all the different illnesses that are associated with nickel and chromium, but anybody can Google that, and they can see there's no value with having chromium and nickel in your body that comes from metal. Uh, so stainless steel is a very durable product. It cleans up very nicely. It is uh, it's used in all of the industrial kitchens and all the restaurants because it's it's very inert. It's easy to clean. It's bacteria resistant. I understand that. I get that. But once you scratch the cookware, if you use a metal utensil uh, and you're you're turning over your eggs or you're turning over your your hamburgers and if that that uh, stainless steel gets scratched and a, a deep gouge in it well what happens is you broke the seal and now you have the potential of leaching nickel and chromium now you have to ask yourself this question too what quality of nickel what quality of stainless steel am i working with am i working with surgical stainless steel which is used in hospitals that the surgeons use when they perform operations am i using 188 stainless steel which is a better quality but not as quality of, of surgical stainless steel and then then the drop-off happens very quickly and the lower the price that you pay for cookware the lower the quality of the material that is used that's just the way manufacturing is made so if you buy a pan that that costs nine dollars and ninety nine cents there's a reason why that pan is nine dollars and ninety nine cents it's because it's poorly made inferior materials and not of the highest quality and will not last very long. So that's it's stainless steel was supposed to be the next best thing in cookware, but they're finding out that the leaching of, of nickel and chromium is presenting a problem, but not so much of a problem as aluminum and, uh, and iron uh, that those are more, more of a concern to the consumer leaching of iron and uh, aluminum than it would be nickel and uh, chromium and stainless steel. So stainless steel would be a, if, if somebody said, I got to, I'm going to use metal cookware, stainless steel would be uh, one that I would say, if you get the highest quality, uh, there is a, a company in the United States uh, that makes a very high quality, uh, very high end stainless steel cookware, very expensive, but very high quality. I would say that would be acceptable in if I had to make a choice there. The, the only other cookware, Katie, that would would be higher than that uh, would be titanium. Uh, titanium is now used in hip transplants. It's replacing all of the stainless steel. 
hip transplants because they found out the stainless steel was leaching nickel and chromium. Uh, there's major lawsuits about that. People are having recalls. They're using uh, two materials now. They're using titanium, which the purest metal known to mankind. Uh, I would recommend that if you can afford a two thousand set of two thousand dollars set of titanium cookware, then then go for it. That's a, a wonderful material. And then they're also using ceramics now in hip transplants and and with knees. And we know that ceramics are, are very uh, influential and important in the whole dentist uh, industry. They're replacing a lot of the amalgams, the mercury and stuff now with with uh, ceramic composites. So. It, that just shows you that slowly but surely, you know, they're starting to fix some of the errors that were made years ago when they were using metal uh, for surgical, uh, uh, using stainless steel and, and various metals uh, when they were doing these operations. So stainless steel is it would be my uh, my only other alternative to our cookware. And and then the other other uh, the other one would be if you is a. a a high, very high quality cookware called Le Creuset. They make a, a wonderful uh, a cookware cast iron. I don't like the cast iron. It, that I, I don't like that part. But they were smart enough to put a glass enamel cooking surface uh, coating on their cookware, which now protects the consumer from the leaching of the cast iron. Uh, and that's why they have a very good reputation for making very high quality cast iron cookware only because they were smart enough to put a high quality glass enamel uh, coating on the inside. But one thing you have to realize that glass enamel coating can only withstand temperatures up to about 600 degrees Fahrenheit. So after that, that glass enamel is, you can undermine that coating. And if it does get scratched, then you got to worry about the the toxicity and the leaching of, of iron into your food. But, but that is, uh, if your cast iron is coated with glass enamel, I would consider that a safe product. That makes sense. So to make sure I understand, obviously you guys are the most inert and safe, um, but I have a Le Creuset that my mom's French, and so it's a one piece that I have that I do love from them, and I use it for low and slow, not for high temperatures, and I'm careful not to scratch it. Um, but that's good to know. Like If you have those, don't throw them away. They're amazing, but that you guys make a better option. And the same with stainless. You would want it to be very high quality and like for using it non-high temperatures, it seems like that would be a safer use anyway. Temperature is not so much a problem with uh, with metal because the it is the food that is cooked in the metal that uh, acidic food. Uh, the, the more acidic the food is, you know, if you get into you know tomatoes and and uh, you being a better cook than me know more about what the, the different types of acidic foods out there that 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 we eat. But anything that that is acidic in nature is going to pull out, uh, is going to draw out the metal from the cookware. So that happens uh, uh, when you use a slow cooking Le Creuset and it's glass enamel. You're not going to have that problem with the leaching because it's it's protected by the glass. Uh, and glass is a very uh, very safe uh, mat uh, material, and and I know that because uh, I was in the glass business for 23 years, so I know that. But with when you're doing with any other uh, type of metal, uh, it's not so much the temperature uh, that's going to undermine and cause the leaching; it's the food that you're cooking that's going to extract that metal into your food, and that's basically acidic food. The only time you got to really worry about uh, temperature, uh, high temperatures, if you're using any kind of nonstick cookware, 
you can really undermine the uh, that coating very quickly uh, in a very short period of time. And then what's going to happen is that high temperature, those coatings only last a year, maybe two years if you just use it to make eggs. And But eventually that coating is going to break down and then now you're going to have that coating is going to flake off into your food. You're not going to see it. It's going to be a slow process. And and now you got to worry about that chemical, you know, being, you know, passed through your immune system and you got to purge it out of your body. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that that is an issue uh, for everybody, but I see no benefit. <laughs> I see no benefit of, of, of having anything that is on your cookware uh, coming off and being absorbed by your body. I, I see no nutritional value in that process. Gotcha. So let's talk about a couple of the common probably questions and problems with ceramic which are the breaking obviously you addressed that a little bit but let's talk about that more and also um you don't claim to be non-stick but non-scratch can you talk about that differentiation as well the the biggest obstacle we had to overcome uh in in you selling any kind of ceramic product uh, dinnerware whether it's uh you know stoneware dinnerware porcelain uh is the the breakability i mean if you if you take ceramics Nobody has ever been able to invent unbreakable ceramic. If I was able to do that, Katie, I would be the next Bill Gates and I would be Warren Buffett and I'd have my, you know, my own chalet somewhere in, in the Swiss Alps. That's not the case. Uh, so the this whole process here is that when you make make ceramics, you have to make it so it can absorb the heat. And by doing so, it, it, it has thermal expansion. So it's a technical term, and I don't want to get too technical here, but if, if you make ceramics, so it's 100% non-porous, which porcelain is high-quality dinnerware made of porcelain coming out of China and Japan, is 100% non-porous, means it's, it, uh, it does not absorb any odors or any food. It's, it's uh, just like glass. But the problem is if you heat that to 500 degrees because it's 100% non-porous, it's going to crack because it doesn't have any thermal expansion. So over the years in the testing of our material that we use, we have been able to develop a material with just enough expansion, about 2%. So we're 98% non-porous, which means that that, that 2% Porosity means that our cookware, when it's heated, can expand just enough so it won't crack when it's heated to very high temperatures, well over 1,250 degrees Fahrenheit. So that that was the biggest thing we had to overcome, the biggest obstacle, because that that became advantageous for us because now we were able to use our cookware on top of the stove and then use it under the broiler and then use it in the oven, use it under the toaster oven, in a steamer oven, in a microwave oven, on a barbecue grill. So it made our cookware very versatile and being ceramic in nature and the way we designed it, we designed it so it would also look attractive on the kitchen table. Now, there are customers out there who are not familiar with using ceramic cookware. The customers who are familiar with using corningware, which is a glass cookware, they were very familiar with how to handle glass cookware, which is very similar to handling uh, our extrema cookware. Those people have no problem, and we don't have any breakage issues with that type of customer because they're used to dealing with glass and cooking with with a glass or ceramic-type material. The biggest 
problem we have with a customer who is a cast iron user. He's used to using cast iron, very heavy but very durable. Cast iron, uh, you can literally, you know, drive over it in your uh, with your car, and it's not going to bend or break. Uh, that that's the that's the the single advantage of cast iron. So if there's a customer out there who's used to using very heavy, durable, chunky, clunky cookware. And then they deal with our cookware, and they they think that it's going to take the abuse of cast iron. That's going to be a problem. So all way around that is we have uh, we have a warranty against any kind of heat breakage. If you're using it on top of the stove, and it it should crack, that's fully replaceable by by us at no charge. If a customer drops our our extreme cookware on the floor and it cracks. We offer them a 45% discount on a, on a replacement. Uh, and a lot of companies don't do that. We believe that, you know, we, we, we love our customers. We know it's a learning process. Uh, we do tell them we, we, in a warranty that you know, this is ceramic. You have to treat it like it's dinnerware. And if you do, uh, you're not going to have any problem. It's when somebody is, when you buy a $50 bottle of wine and you have this beautiful stemware, People know that when you wash the stemware, you don't put it in a dishwasher. You wash it by hand, and you treat it differently than you would if you were if you had it made of plastic. Uh, so it's a it's a mentality, uh, and it's an educational process that we're we're trying to do a better job of on our website. And we have videos and and uh, you know adding information to our 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 warranties and just giving them little hints and little tricks of the trade of how to protect. Uh, cookware, and we've even developed a line of polyester pot protectors. So now you can, where before we used to say, you know, we don't want you to nest the, the cookware, uh, but now we designed these polyester pot protectors where you can now put all of our VersaPots and stack them all from five, five, five and a half quart, three and a half quart, two and a half quart, one and a half quart, one quart, sixteen. You can stack them all together, and they have this polyester. Uh, pot protectors so it takes up less room and that that one little that one little invention that and it's not very expensive made all the difference in the world as far as uh, people having any kind of, of, of breakage because what they were trying to do is trying to stack the the ceramic pots and it and I said we have to figure a way to do this and make it a, a very inexpensive solution and we did and since that uh, to be honest with you, Katie, uh, we don't. If if we get 25 uh, complaints about breakage, that would be a lot. That is not an issue. Uh, the biggest issue we have with cooking with ceramic is the customer is used to cooking on very high temperatures, and uh, they have to learn when you cook with ceramic that it's. We tell them low and slow is the way to go. So. You cook on a very low temperature because ceramics will retain heat 50% longer than metal cookware. So, if you once you get your temperature up to uh, low into medium, you don't have to raise the temperature up uh, uh, if you're cooking food other than if you're boiling water. So, I cook my eggs at the very lowest temperature, and uh, I use just a little bit of cooking uh, uh, organic or uh, coconut cooking spray. And then I, I've learned to actually cook my eggs with a tablespoon of water. I put that in, and then I make my eggs over easy. And I, you know, so I can. I that's how I learned 
to cook. I, so it, it really is not difficult. It's just the learning process. And we try to help the consumer uh, understand that they just have to change the paradigm of cooking, that it's not going to be this turn the heat up all the way as high as it can go so I can cook my hamburgers or my veal parmesan as quickly as possible so I can get, you know, my dinner served. That's not what we're about. We're about slow cooking and we're about, you know, making that cooking process more enjoyable, more flavorful and slower. So it's it's not for the uh, for the for the customer who you know wants to get it done and 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 very quickly. It's it's uh, it's a slower process when you cook with with uh, our extremer, but we think the benefits far exceed you know the speed that you would get if you use the uh, uh, nonstick cookware pan. Yeah, that's really helpful. All the uh, explanation on that and. A question I always love to wrap toward the end, to ask towards the end of an interview is, um, what are three things about your area of expertise where there's a lot of common misunderstandings and how do you answer those? And maybe you've already touched on those, but let's just do a roundup of them. Yeah, I, I guess the, 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 the biggest misunderstanding is, uh, and, and, and this came about uh, four years ago, uh, and I was involved with many of the coding companies, uh, So I, I'm, I'm, and I won't mention them, but uh, they... Uh, DuPont, by, by the year 2018, had to remove from their Teflon uh, PTFE uh, and POFE. It's, a, it's a, uh, chemicals that were in the coating, and, and they had uh, those, those materials, those chemicals had to be removed from, from Teflon. So a lot of the cookware are being sold in the United States at retail, uh, the big retailers uh, and department stores, uh, had Teflon coatings. And, and one thing about Teflon, it is very durable and the new Teflon coatings will last many, many years. Some in the restaurant industry will last as long as 10 years. Uh, and then they, they, they remove the, the, the PTFE and the POFA to make it more pure so it would meet the federal standards. Then there was another, there were two other coating companies of uh, competitors of DuPont that said, well, let's see if we can come up with a, a chemical based ceramic coating. And that'll get that'll get around this word Teflon because they didn't own a trademark name to Teflon, so they had to come up with a fancy name to call their coating. So they they came up with all these fancy kind of ceramic names, and they they use a few ceramic minerals, and with that they mixed a lot of chemicals and synthetics and polymers, and they called their cookware ceramic cookware. So what happened is the consumer now is so befuddled, they think, and if you go to QVC and you go uh, to all these cooking shows and they, and they say the new ceramic cookware, the, the latest one was this copper pan, which was some of the worst cookware known to mankind and uh, uh, was, was one of the biggest scams. I, I, I just can't believe that this product was even able to be put in, allowed to be put in the stores. But uh, this Consumer was so bamboozled because they were calling this metal cookware ceramic, and all it had was a very thinly applied chemical spray that had some ceramic minerals in it that they were able to say that our cookware has a ceramic coating, which makes it safe. That was in an exact rebuttal to what we were doing. So they saw what we were doing and we were making an impact in a ceramic business because we're 100% ceramic. 
they wanted to capture that market. And so what they did is they made a coating to mimic what ceramic would do. And that has been the biggest, uh, the biggest boondoggle because it, it's a scam. I'm going to say this. Uh, some people will say you can't do that, but I will absolutely say unequivocally that that is not ceramic cookware. It never is. It's a synthetic uh, applied coating. It's not ceramic uh, cookware and something should be done about it because it really is false advertising. And the federal government has not looked into it. Uh, they've turned their, for whatever reason, they're not concerned. But you cannot say that that is ceramic cookware by putting a thinly applied ceramic coating on a toxic metal cookware pan. And that's 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 the biggest disconnect. And we have to. It takes so much time to educate the consumer about the misconceptions of what ceramic is and what ceramic isn't. And that's 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 been the, the biggest obstacle that we've had to overcome, Katie. And if it wasn't for this this new discovered uh, uh, ceramic coating that they're touting to be pure ceramic, we would be our business would be for there would, there would be no confusion because they customer knew that Teflon was not good, but now they think this ceramic coating is gonna be healthy and it's not. It 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 will not last. Uh, it's chemically induced is and if you look at some of the materials that are in it It'll take seven pages to understand uh, the amount of, of Chemicals and stuff that goes into making this coating uh, we will not divulge that we will not publish that information That's I, I would I would never do that to any of our competitors. I have access to it uh, but if uh, If I showed that to you you would you would say you got to be kidding me. This is not this is not Ceramic. This is not ceramic at all. It's chemicals. So that's the, the biggest problem we have to overcome is educating the consumer what the difference is between pure ceramic and fake ceramic. Gotcha. And I'll make sure to link to some of the resources you have, including your testing results in the show notes. Um, people can obviously find you at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash extrema, X T R E M A. And there's a discount as well. They'll be able to find that in the show notes. Um, but any final words you want to leave anyone with when it comes to cookware? No, I, we, we, we started this company because we wanted to make a difference. Uh, we didn't uh, start this business because we wanted to make money. It, that was not our plan. I, I was never a person in all my business that I've owned that was motivated by making money. I, I, I believe that God put me on earth here to make a difference. I don't believe in mediocrity. I believe that, you know, we work hard and we make a difference. And I felt that uh, by making this cookware, that would we, we would be helping people who are really struggling, uh, who have medical conditions and people who have uh, who want a better cooking experience. So that has been an absolute joy. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just hope that we can continue to uh, continually make our product better, uh, make it more durable, uh, make it function better. And, uh, and it's true, you know, working with with people like yourself, who who, who is really if, if 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 we've done anything right, it's it's it is not going through mainstream uh, media and and advertising our product. It is going grassroots. We we do not sell our cookware at retailers. Uh, we wanted to we go we want to deal directly with the consumer. Uh, we wanted to be able to have individual conversations, emails, text messages, phone conversation directly with them. We didn't want to have somebody in the middle uh, uh, telling 
us what to do. So we went to the grassroots. We went and I came with the idea. This is back in 2008. And we said, we're going to contact women bloggers. Women know more about cooking. Uh, they are a customer. They drive our business. They understand they have the passion. Uh, they, 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 uh, they have the, the welfare of their children in mind. So they understand health. So that's our consumer. So we went and we contacted as many bloggers as we could. That's, we found, we found you. That was a divine intervention. That was a blessing. Uh, you've been, uh, very instrumental in getting the word out about our cookware, which I, I'm very, uh, thankful for that relationship. And, and we have a, a, a list of other bloggers that, that believe just like you in, in healthy alternatives to metal cookware. So, that's how that's how we get the word out, and and uh, we do that through our website and and through social media. So we don't we don't use the the big networks or magazines or anything like that. We we go the the grassroots way, and that seems to be uh, the people who are are really health conscious and and highly educated seem to gravitate to that type of of you know finding us to that type of technology. So that's how we go. Go about building a business, just like you do. You do the same thing, Katie. You do it every day. Uh, you work many hours, and, and you know how to do that better than I do. Uh, you're more successful at it uh, than I am. And uh, if we had the following that you did, uh, we would be uh, we'd be uh, blessed. That would be a blessing. And we just hope to uh, you know, continue to uh, help the consumer the, the best way we can. Rich, thank you so much for being here. You have definitely shed some light on the cookware industry, and I know a lot of people will really learn from this. And thanks to all of you for listening. I'll see you next time on the Healthy Moms Podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time, and thanks as always for listening.